Welcome to a Black History Month podcast special. Walk the Talk for Inclusion in the Workplace is about sharing great ideas and ideas that have been successful. And this podcast itself began as an idea when I was speaking with Tina Shatter, Senior IT Analyst at TD Securities. She is one of the contributors to this podcast, and we also have the pleasure of introducing Derek Dixon of Ghana International Bank, Cecil Ajalo, COO at Foundervine, Sandra Neander, founder at Paperwork, and Felicitas Koulibaly, Senior Manager Digital Sales, EMEA, Mambu. Thank you for listening, and please use the words and the wisdom of these five individuals to make change happen in your workplace. I know you'll enjoy the listen. So from your point of view, um, where did this idea come from? Um, So the idea came from when we're having our our chat and I was just interested in hearing what you had planned for Black History Month and also very interested in understanding more about black talent and how they're being recruited and what opportunities are there and, uh, you know, whether there was any advocacy into getting more black talent into more roles. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that question and I love just our sort of ideation session (laughs) after that because one of the key things that we spoke about is it's not just about one month. Plus, I know you've always been such a big supporter of everything that I do and my Walk the Talk campaign. Yes. As everyone knows who listens to this, Walk the Talk is about... It's about action, it's about doing things, but also it's about helping people who decide they want to drive change, helping them decide what exactly to do. Absolutely. So this is is what we came to. Let's pull together lots of different people from the industry, from different backgrounds. Uh, We've got people from talent, we've got CEOs, we've got people who are relationship managers, you yourself in application support, but all these different opinions to talk about what the real action should look like and what is the lasting impact we'd love to see. So Absolutely. We want to see more black talent being recruited. We want to see more opportunities. And there's so much great talent out there and we just want to make sure that um, they're aware of the amount of opportunities that are then we're also working with companies to help drive the initiative of hiring more black talent into their organizations mm. and what i loved about this conversation is shortly i'll be asking you what you'd like to see but you know when we when we did this ideation it wasn't just about what you're doing or what one person's doing it was about how can we inspire an industry to be better but mm-hmm. also give them a bit of the steps of how to be better, how yeah. they can walk the talk. So absolutely, yeah, I've absolutely loved that. So, <laughs> with no further ado, let's ask you the question: What real actions would you love to see this Black History Month? I would like to see more conversations on how we can further diversify our teams in our organisation, and how we can continue to promote and elevate the black talent that we currently have in our organisations, not just during Black History Month. I mean, there are a lot of organisations out there that work in trying to promote you know, black talent into many different organisations, whether they are interns and students, and we want to see more collaboration between organisations and just getting more talent into their organizations and giving more opportunities for young people especially to come in and learn about different industries and to 
to get them some work experience and some ideas of what it will be like to be working in those industries because the opportunities are there. We just need to make sure that we are doing what we can to ensure that we are collaborating the two worlds mm. and getting talent in these organisations. Absolutely. Yeah. And what other drivers do you have for Black History Month? So in our organisation, we have a network that is dedicated to our black talent and we work not just during Black History Month but all year round to ensure that the network is continuing to make an impact not just on the black talent in the organization but also to everybody else around us and making sure that we we keeping the conversations open and yeah we just want to make sure that we can get as many allies to work with the network as possible because it's very important that we build this relationship and these allies um, throughout the year. Mm, I love that. Let's start with the history itself. Cecil takes us through some pretty huge examples of where black people have been forgotten and what we should all be doing to drive systemic change. So black history month for me represents a time when organizations can really kind of affect systemic change and not trying to solve defects of the system. I feel like black history has been covered up and forgotten and this is a time for us to actually uncover some of that. Uh, For example, in World War One, 380,000 black soldiers took part. In World War II, 1.2 million black soldiers took part. Largely forgotten. Uh, Even after the Second World War, there was a a severe shortage of uh, coal mine workers and they imported a bunch of people from the West Indies to come and work across Nottinghamshire, Leicestershire, largely forgotten. Even the fact that one of the biggest monuments in the UK, Big Ben, is named after a black person, Benjamin Banneker, who designed Washington, D.C., and created the first clock that chimes on the hour. That's largely forgotten and covered up. And it's the fact that the history is forgotten that, to me, this is a time to rekindle our understanding of contributions of Black people uh, to society. And I think companies need to do a better job of that, not just, you know, touting out their Black people every October or... Uh, giving money to a black charity, they should actually try and look at how they can solve some of the systemic uh, problems. And the problems that we see in society right now, for example, you know, around half of black families live in poverty. UK, uh, the median wealth of a black family is 24k. The median wealth of everyone else is just 286k. Unemployment in in black society is 8.1%. And overall, that's 3.6%. These are all defects of a system. And that system is due to something that happened in history. And I think businesses can do a great job of correcting this by doing things that change very core fundamental things in their business. For example, looking at business supply chains and being inclusive, deliberately inclusive in their supply chains and saying, we need to make sure that the companies that are supplying us uh, are from varied backgrounds, from black, Asian, white, a mixture of them. Um, And that will uh, force them to think about um, looking at black companies that supply really good products and services and incorporating them. Because when you support a black business, you support 
the, the people that are employed, you support the community around that business and that affects real change. I'd also say that businesses can do more to discover black history by showcasing that internally. So there's a lovely exhibition at the Africa Center right now. Um, it's called Painting Our Past. It was commissioned by English Heritage and it, it's, uh, it, it's a portrait gallery of six historical figures from the African diaspora, uh, including the likes of Septimus Severus, who was a Roman Empire, Black Roman Empire, who came to uh, Britain and had a massive effect on, on this country, even uh, renovated the Hadrian's Wall, for example. Um, and then you also have another guy, Abbot Hadrian, no relation to the Hadrian's Wall, but he helped shape the English church. And, you know, there's other people in that exhibition, but just understanding that, that Black people have had an influence on this country, I feel like will change the way that uh, the system works. And the last point I wanted to make is businesses can contribute to organizations solving the issues that maybe they want to solve, but it's not their core reason for existing. For example, Foundervine, my organization, we help underrepresented founders imagine, build, and scale businesses from scratch. And a lot of these people are from uh, Black backgrounds and backgrounds that are, are just overlooked. We're supported by uh, some very forward-thinking businesses um, like the likes of Lloyds Bank or Barclays Bank or WeWork or, or Ray and Nephew. Like We're supported by big companies that you know understand that the system needs to change and through us, they can make that change. And many businesses have it within their power to do this. And there are many organizations like Founder Vine, like Two to Three Degrees, like Cornerstone, Color in Tech, BYP, Black Valley, Black Farm. There's, there's loads of organizations that exist and they are uh, trying to do a lot with very little resources. And big businesses can make a massive impact if they, if they choose to and if they are intentional with what they're doing. I then spoke to Sandra and she shares how Black History Month isn't just about this month. And wouldn't it be great if in this one month we could celebrate all the work that happens every single day of the year? I think for me, to be honest, the problems start from the perspective that we've got a month, which is then being observed where of course, there's a number of initiatives that happens, but then you got to wonder, are they followed through during the course of the year? So the best way would be to actually have businesses to completely embed, right, the diversity they want to bring or the recognition, the uh, awareness around not just, you know, Black History Month, which is what we're talking about today, but there's so many other causes, right, that deserve and need not a one-time spotlight, but a continuity. Now, it is hard, definitely, because it's a very sensitive topic, you know, it's a bit like politics, um, and some of the initiatives that I thought were interesting it's because um, it's essentially around if you probably stop breaking down right what does that actually mean the black history moms what are the different areas or theme that could be associated right with um, the observance of what you know African black African people have been doing and contributing to the world that then led to 
essentially a course of different actions that can be taken in alignment with natural events that happen during the course of the year, right? And I'm just saying randomly, if if I'm looking at, you know, some of the major big events being around, I don't know, Easter, Christmas, St. Valentine. And again, you know, I don't necessarily like all of those individual events because again, it's just like a day where everybody seems to be you know, portraying certain attributes or certain behaviors. And then the next day, you know, everybody falls back into their normal ways. But um, I think if we embed, you know, different initiatives that have got a team that resonates naturally with events that are happening during the course of the year, then it will actually create a bit more of, you know, lasting, you know, momentum within the wider organization, within the wider community. Now, myself you know I also need to be educated um because I don't necessarily know the whole background the whole history but um I've certainly welcomed the fact that you know countries like the U.S. they are making quite a major you know events of that and you see companies that have essentially the um, the build of a black you know community at the core of their model in the same way that they would have social responsibility, for example, right? So it becomes actually definitely an accountability that certain companies, certainly in the US, that's what I've seen, um, take very seriously. And it starts from there, right? Because, you know, how do you observe, how do you socialize, um, how do you, you know, take part and take actions if at the very core of your own business, you haven't even at the smallest scale possible identified, you know, people that are part of that community that wants to contribute, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Cecil shared some great examples of companies supporting Foundvine on their mission. I asked Tina and Sandra what good actions they want to see more of. So within our organization, we throughout the year, not just during the month, we host a lot of events from social to educational. And we always try and make sure that we are connecting our talent with different management and other people in the organization at different levels so that we can be able to have open conversations and give the people in our network a chance to be able to ask any questions that they can have um, around various topics really. And so that we can just keep those doors open throughout the year and our theme this year is a time for change action and not words and we want to acknowledge and learn a lot from the past but also to improve the future we need action and not words absolutely and i love that theme it's so in line with everything that that we love talking about here walking that talk yes so to anybody listening to this podcast special or reading about the white paper that i'll write afterwards what would you like them to be doing? I think that it's very important within our organizations that we continue to invest in our like talent and we continue to make sure that whenever opportunities are there for promotions or for new roles, we're also making sure that when we're hiring, we're also being as diverse as, as possible and making sure that we are taking on people that we can also teach and just elevating um, the talent that we have because sometimes, you know, we don't want to feel like we're overlooked. Mm. Um, we want to also feel like we are part of the organisation mm. and we are a valued. So I think it's really important to make sure that not just during Black History Month, but throughout the year, we are continuing the work to make sure that we are supporting and elevating our talent.
Yeah, I've got um, certainly an example. And I, I guess, you know, to a certain extent, my exposure to it is a great example of how little is being done. Uh, you know, I've worked for major, great established businesses in the UK, but it's only until I was at Elavon that I actually really saw, um, you know, became aware of initiatives around, you know, Black History Month. Uh, now, of course, taking away that, you know, back in 2010, you know, 2014, those movements were really in their infancy. So they were probably still only a few markets figuring things out. But um, one of the initiatives for sure that I've been um, that I have seen and that I certainly thought would resonate and start making a difference was at the US Bank, Elavon. They had different leadership sponsorship from leadership to start with, right, in terms of giving the green light to individuals that gathered around that sorts of team community, Black African Month or any different initi initiatives, and really backing them up in terms of, you know, support, in terms of work, in terms of giving them a platform, you know, to be able to, you know, to, to come and, and, you know, cascade some messages out, but also in terms of, outside of the Black African Month celebrating, for example, uh, we've got, you know, we, we've just, you know, hit 100 Black women, you know, organization. Let's just celebrate that, right? And they just make like a, a whole, you know, nice virtual event and kind of like tap on the back because they, they're quite aware that it's not just about the big, large-scale you know, meaningful initiative. It's really the small day-to-day -day recognition that a step leads to another. And I've seen and heard a bit more of those sorts of little celebrations and, and, and kind of putting a spotlight at really random time of the years, you know, from US Bank. So US Bank was definitely more ahead um, in, in terms of running these sorts of initiatives. But before I left Elavon, I knew that there was definitely a community that was, you know, getting built as well there, which I was, you know, taking part in that had really fantastic idea in the same line of, of um, you know, the US Bank, but leveraging essentially some of the, the great work that was being done there by starting to promote these sorts of conversation. You know, I'm not sure if, you know, you, you know, those sorts of in business, for example, I remember that we used to have things like Fika, Fika being, I think, a breakfast or something or, or coffee break in, in the Nordics. So that was something very common, right? That translated from Oh, let's have coffee. Oh, let's have actually a Fika Monday or, or whatever, right? This is a fantastic, you know, sort of um, penetration of a culture, of a community into mainstream business because people stop talking, we're doing a Fika on the Monday. Or, and I'm not sure I'm saying the word right, so don't quote me on that. But it's just kind of the illustration of um, from the Nordic heritage, something that kind of really transcended into mainstream businesses that I picked on, you know, during my, my career. Would be nice to have something similar, right? Felicitas shared what really stood out for her. I'd love to see some real tangible action points um, that companies are committing to outside of, you know, potentially posting a black square again, which I don't think is coming coming back um, from two years ago. But there were some really good examples out there from companies across different industries that we should really follow. And I believe there are different areas for companies that they need to explore, that they need to invest in. It might be how you hire and retain talent. It might be how you make your workplace more inclusive. 
it might be how you educate more um, around these different topics and yeah include the right voices into the conversations one of the worst things that could be done in my opinion is having a conversation without the relevant people in the room so regarding black history month if you don't actually have black people in your leadership teams or in different teams across the departments where you want to have these conversations then you really need to get them into the room i wanted to end the lesson with derek whose comments remind us of why we have a black history month and the long-term goals we should all have i want to see a future within our industry and across all industries where this is not even a topic. And what I mean by that is I don't want us to make this so much of a focus that it becomes tokenism. It becomes, you know, we're only just doing this just because we want to do it or just because we want others to see that we're doing something. I, I really um, hope for a time where you know, some of these discussions about black history and, and you know, issues of, of blackness are, are standard, but also seen in a almost normal light. I, I didn't want to use the word positive, but in a normal light, it is, it is supposed to be normal to have conversations about black history or issues that have affected black people. I don't think that these things need to be so abstract and they, they don't have to be so weird, to, to use a better word, to discuss. And for organizations, I think one of the ways that certain organizations can take this on is to encourage active dialogue and conversation and be open to being asked difficult questions that they probably have never heard before. I think that sometimes in certain organizations, it's even difficult to raise a topic about Black history or the, the things that have happened in the past that may be uncomfortable for a lot of people to discuss. And so I think uh, a real openness for this type of discussion, even if it's going to be uncomfortable, I think would really, really be helpful. If we're looking at practical examples, for instance, um, it could be put in policies that, you know, people and, and, you know, I know we're talking about black history in particular, but it could be made a policy that this is something that there should be a, a conversation about this at least once a month. Or, or once every couple of months within an organization to see people's um, opinions and how people feel about this and what impact that is having on, on others, be it positive or negative. And there has to be a culture where companies are strong enough to embrace other people's differences and blackness, but also are confident enough to take steps, you know, recognizable steps to say that, you know, we listened and this was our response. I need to get better. Our industry needs to get better. Society needs to get better. And this change needs to be continual and embedded. Thank you to our contributors. Your comments have been so valuable. Everyone is included in inclusion. So let's walk the talk together. Mm -hmm.